0: welcome to the podcast. It's been a while, but I wanted to bring it back to speed with uh, a different type of topic. I'm joined by Tim Salau from uh, from over in the U.S. Um, Tim, we met in Oman last month, and we were talking about something which is close to both our hearts. It's the, mm-hmm. the employee engagement piece. Tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do. So, My name is Tim Salau,
1: Mr. Future of Work. I am a global evangelist with we work and I own my own company called Guy which is a social learning app for high school students to learn life skills from their favorite creators. In addition to that, I travel the world speaking about the future of work, which is this macro trend of how the world is going to be changing due to the new workplace culture that's forming, the rise of AI and automation, the rise of the gig economy. So I pretty much travel the world sharing the gospel future
0: essentially <laughs> and how does that look how are we going to be changing in terms of the workplace you know what alex this is what i often
1: tell people man when i think about the future of work and the changing landscape of the workspace in the workplace are going to be empowered and in control of how work gets done right in the 80s and prior before that was controlled by the employer right you'd come in you'd sit down uh, you'll probably have lunch from 12 to 1 and then after that once it's 5 you go home to your nice house you talk to your wife you talk to your kids and then you do the same thing all over again the next day for most of that time 80s all the way up to the 90s and a little bit of the 2000s. work has been perceived as drudgery for most people. And you even see this in some of the reports by Gallup, which is reported that 70 to 80% of people feel unfulfilled in their work globally aren't connected to the work that they're doing. So when I think about what the future of work looks like in that experience, I think that people are gonna have more control over where they work, when they work, so flexible work arrangements. They're gonna be working in physical environments that nurture their creativity and encourage them to collaborate more with the people that they work with. So think about workspaces such as a WeWork. And more importantly, I believe that we're not gonna even emphasize the importance of leadership in the workspace and encouraging that leadership is coaching and mentoring and working with workers in a way that allows them to achieve their full capacity maximize their potential versus saying hey you have to do this task in this space right because we don't necessarily have to work in one space anymore we're, we're living in a different generation now and saying this is what i want you to do instead what do you want to do how do you want to grow right so it's going to be flipped
0: in control of the worker. So with that, what does that mean for communications? How is communications gonna change? You know, a lot of communications today in terms of employees is, is very much top-down. What you're explaining and what you're describing is very different. So how are we gonna see a shift there?
1: You know, I love this question, Alex. I think it's a really great question because I, I've been in organizations before where communication has been reactive versus proactive. It's been One size fits all is very segmented so when I think about communications and the role of an internal communications team that is working in collaboration with HR or IT right or the c-suite you're gonna have to start understanding that where you approach communications outside of your organization with the market with your business you're gonna have to actually approach communications the same way inside of your organization so stop that means you start you have to start being very segmented in how you're talking to your people, one, so you're going to have a, a younger generation, whether it be Gen Z and millennials, and sometimes you'll have baby boomers, Gen X in your organization, and you'll have to understand that you can't talk to them all the same way, right, in terms of of the, the, the information that you're sharing within the organization, and also what I've noticed is that the tools communicators, the the communications divisions now use to kind of build community and get the word out um, inside the organizations has changed. It isn't only email anymore, right? (laughs) It's not only a newsletter, but now there's Slack communities that are being formed in some of these organizations or Microsoft Teams communities. And that means that your employees are always talking to each other. Right. They're always sharing the latest and greatest of what's happening within the organization. So you as a communications lead, as a communications senior, you have to start thinking about, well, what type of you know, technologies to let's say the younger generation of our workforce? Are they using Slack more? Are they using it's our older generation using email more? And if anything, are we creating a communication strategy that's ensuring that we're touching all of those touch points internally? right? Because it's not just email where oh, employees are keeping up with the latest and greatest of your organizations, but they're also in Slack talking to each other and in those Slack communities internally, right? And in their, in the employee resource groups internally, right? And they all, maybe they'll see each other face-to-face in the work, in the workplace here and there. But how are you really making sure you're not, you're not approaching communications from a one-size-fits-all criteria versus you're being very intentional about the places where you're sharing announcements and how you're also relaying that message, maybe in an email thread. But then maybe you're going to create an event that encourages, you know, the the younger generation of your workforce, or the older generation of your workforce to come together and talk about some of the, the changes that have been happening in the organization, such as an all hands or something that is around an internal marketing campaign, right? So communications now has to understand they have a wider scope in terms of how they're working with the employees in the workforce in this type of generation.
0: So who's doing this well? You know, you've talked a lot about the employee engagement piece and, and how uh, there are good employees out there who, who get it, who understand how the workplace is changing. Give me, give me an example. Tell me a story.
1: So I would have to say one of the great organizations that I study and I'm always keeping up with it, does this really, really, really well. Is actually now Airbnb is interesting because what they do is they co-create the work in work environment with their employees. So if they're looking to move their employees to a new location, what they'll do is they'll send a message right to the entire workforce uh, in that in the specific location right and say, "Hey, we're thinking about moving to this building, or we're thinking about you know setting up a new you know recreating this space to you know." have a chair or a meeting desk is this a need you know what's been going on in this space you know how often are you guys meeting a a month you know do you think this is a need they ask their employees before they ever make any changes right they're involving them in this transition and change management process and this is something that not only this is something they have a dedicated workplace experience team doing they don't just necessarily have one person doing this, they have an entire team that helps with the change management and, and the employee experience and how this is affect how employees will be affected. You know, employees will be affected in that process. So they ask before they make any changes. And I think this approach of really having a co-creative type of approach to communication as well as change management is really, really interesting because it shows how now in the past. You know if you as an employer wanted just you wanted to move 100 people to a new location right or you wanted to just enact a change you just make that change right you didn't necessarily get the input of your people the people who are working in this environment what their needs are you know and how they feel as if you know is this new change going to make the employee experience better and is it going to be good for the business right now companies are saying well we want to listen more to our people before we even make a change we'll share ideas with them well you know we'll, we'll put it out there into the wild but we want to see what are the signals that our employees are going to give us right so airbnb does this really really well and they've actually been recognized time and after time and time after uh, time again by so many, you know, reports of being one of the best organizations to work with because they're so employee centric and how they approach communications, how they approach change management, and how they approach the employee experience and really tailoring it to the group and the needs of that those individuals that are in that workspace. So this co-creative, always listening approach is really, really powerful and I think Airbnb is one of those organizations that does it really well.
0: And what is the impact of that you know how does it change how the organization functions
1: well what you're seeing man alex i love your thoughts here on this too i think what you're seeing is now you're you're looking at organizations when it comes to communications they have to they have to always be in real time agile. now you can't you know something if something happens outside of your organization let's say it's a bad report, or the media is going, is is saying all kinds of negative things about your organization, you have to act in real time because your employees are at the pulse of what's going on outside of your organization, right? Because they're so connected to their digital devices, to what people are saying around them, with their families, with their friends. So you as a communications lead, as a communications division, you have to be always at the pulse and what's being said about your brand and your organization and you have to react in real time. You have to be agile. So what we're seeing is because of this new change in employee experience and, and due to the, the the trends of the future of work is that the organization now has to be an agile organization is how I like to say. it. You have to adapt in real time. You can now be static in your communications. You cannot be static in how you approach employee experience. You can not be static in having leaders who aren't looking to grow your who aren't looking to grow your employees, you have to think about what can we do to always embrace change and more importantly, how are we managing that change with our workers? Right. It's a different lens. So I think what I always encourage is that you as a as a leader now. Right. You have to think about your. Think about your organization. As if it's an always, always changing project. <laughs> There's no perfection. It's always progression. It's kind of the biggest motto I often tell T-suite leaders. How is your organization progressing to where you want to go? Because you can't achieve perfection.
0: <laughs> so with that, you know, what's the advice you would give to communicators? What are the three things they've got to think about they've got to do differently?
1: Well, well let me get your thoughts. What do you think?
0: Uh, <laughs> well, look, always on is 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 always on. That 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 is Stuff, but you've also got to think as well. When I think of, you know, I look at the new generation, different channels, different mediums. You've got to think of different formats. You know, there's much more focus on on short videos, on snippets. There's there's obviously now a big push in terms of audio as well. There's, there's so many different ways to communicate, and you know, we we, we want simplicity. We, we want to reach as many people as possible. We want to try and hit them with with the simplest message, but you know, shifting away from that to to looking at different audiences and communicating through different media, uh, you're talking about much more complexity here. It's really difficult to try and, and engage with always on and and try and, you know, think differently, think about, you know, start to finish and and not think about sort of linear model, but think about, okay, progression, progression development. That, that, that just, you know, that's blows how I think in terms of how we, we've always spoken about communications. This, this is a completely different model of doing things.
1: Very much so. And I completely agree with that it, it, because it's always on and there's a new model in how Communication teams have to do things. I think there's the three things I would give every communication senior lead, C-suite leader, is that look, I think that you need to be at the pulse. Technologies are your employees using to connect with each other, right? And to consume information about your brand and what's going on internally. Not every not every employee within your workforce is using the what's it called the intranet right or is at is at the post of email or may even have access to slack right or Microsoft teams. So really understand do your baseline study and assessment on what are how are employees communicating with each other and where do they consume news about us internally. Right. Not only you, you know how they consume news externally, the media, you know, their friends every time they have an interaction with your brand, maybe um, in terms of a business service, but how are they learning about us? How do where do they gather internally? So I think you need to do that audit. So one, understand what technologies and what communication channels are your people using within your workforce? I think number two is understand that every that they, you're, you're working with the multigenerational workforce now. And because you're working with a multi-generational workforce, the preferences and their needs are all different. It's not the same. And as a, I think as a good, you know, a good internal communications team will have to think about how are we bringing that workforce together around, around the organization, how we, how we build within our organization, not necessarily segmenting to a point where we're only exclusively talking to one you know, audience segment within our organization, but rather we're communicating with them at a a very personal level because some of them may love to consume video content or bite-sized content, as you mentioned, and some of them may maybe want a more thorough read on our internal internet blog, right, or would rather, you know, attend a mini conference that we host internally for them to teach them a little bit more about our brand values or where our brand is going um, or make them our employee champions. Now, a communications team has to be very, you have to be very selective but at the same time thinking about how we be selected to a point where we're bringing these generations together so they understand the message, right? So understand what technologies are being used internally understand how are you creating this blend within your multi-generational workforce through your communications and then lastly i think you have to understand that your employees are your biggest brand ambassadors your employees are your biggest brand ambassadors and yeah. i actually feel as if a lot of organizations fail to understand that I believe one of the reasons why Airbnb has been one of the most successful organizations time and time again uh, as a hyper growth startup, and they're always listed in all of these amazing reports as one of the top organizations. Their CEO is highly recognized, Brian Chesky, is because they recognize that people who understand Airbnb's brand the best are the people that work within Airbnb. Those are our biggest evangelists and brand ambassadors. So as a communications lead, as a communications division, you have to say, how can we We have employees as our evangelists, that we're, we're creating a internal communications infrastructure and experience and, and are at the, at the pulse of their experience so well that they understand that we want them to be our advocates outside of our workplace. Right. We want them to know first exactly what's going on, how we're handling it, you know, that the leadership team cares for them. Right. And that we are we're, we're interested in creating these amazing experience internally for them because we want them to be our go to advocates outside of of the workplace. And I think when a, a communications division really has when they have their stuff together, <laughs> I didn't want to curse when they really have things together, you see that employees are the ones that lead the message outside of the organization on what that brand is, right? Employees are the ones that understand, oh, well, we know that, you know, well, we, we're not necessarily having the best time in the market, but right now we do know that there are changes currently going on internally to ensure that we are going to be innovators in 10 years, right? They're able to talk to the brand in such a way where they feel as if they're always being communicated to versus, it being on the reactive right you communicate to them you know three months later or five months later when big changes are happening within your organization not because we're living in a real-time atmosphere you have to be always at the pulse of what are your employees what are your employees internally think about your brand so number one understand what technologies are your employees using to communicate gather number two segments how are you going to bring this multi-generational workforce together from the baby boomers to the millennials and lastly communications to turn your employees to the biggest brand ambassadors and evangelists that
0: you have tim i'm going to put it this way you are a brand ambassador for doing internal communications right and i wanted to thank <laughs> you for your time it's been a pleasure to talk to you um it was even Bigger pleasure to actually moderate a panel with you on. So, thank you, Tim. Thank you on uh, on behalf of me and the team for your time.
1: Thank you, Alex. I appreciate you,
0: man.